someone from that business has been our guest fairly regularly since then. And uh, tonight we have the second generation of uh, coins that established people named Maddox, and that's M-A-T-T-O-X. And his name is Austin. Austin, are you there? Okay. I'm here. Hello? I'm here. Okay, I was I was, I were not sure. I, after all these years, I still don't trust the, the electronic equipment. But uh, I know. <laughs> we, we we hope you are well tonight. I will. I was given a little genealogy of Maddox and and Kearney and and Bart Redner and so on. And yeah. And Austin, who is the second generation of participants in Maddox Coins and Stamps, and we'll tell you a little bit about it in a moment. We'll get Austin to tell you where it's located and and sort of how they play the game, so to speak. Uh, uh, they, uh, Austin used to come with his dad when he was a teenager, and so he's not unfamiliar with the radio situation, and we're, we're glad right. to have him. When we talk about coins and stamps, uh, we, we might talk about it in terms of money, and that is this nickel that was worth $50 million or something like that, but we also might talk about it in terms of uh, its artistic value, who designed it, and isn't it beautiful? Or we might talk about uh, uh, the history. It's place in history. If you talk about American history, you have to deal with hard currency and greenbacks and, and uh, other things like that, and you can learn a little bit from that. In fact, Austin, one of the questions I'm going to ask you tonight is, what do you? What is the value of our precious metals now? I looked it up, so I think I know the sure. answer, but I'd rather I'd rather have you say it, because that's, that was a service that your dad and I used to provide. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely, going along the way, if nothing else. But anyway... Uh, for years, your place of business was located just across the street from Cameron Village, across Oberlin Road, uh, in a building that is no longer there. And I wonder if it's in about three years that you moved up Oberlin Road to a new address. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's about it's about right. Yeah. So now we're at eight zero one Oberlin Road. It's right. And it's in a, you're on what what floor are you on the? And we're yeah, uh, and we're on the third floor, and we're in Suite Three One Four. It's a three-story brick office building. Just you know, just looks like a plain old office building from the outside. Right, right. Uh, well, I know my wife wants to go over there because there's a there's a little grocery store slash grill across the corner from here. Yeah. And she's always wanted to go there and order something to eat. So we're gonna have to do that one day. Maybe we'll we'll come visit you, and that will help people yeah, who are familiar. The Community Deli. The Community Deli, and that will help people who are familiar with Oberlin Road, which is one of Raleigh's oldest roads and one that is, mm -hmm. is very serviceable. Now, you do, you, you're involved in stamps and coins and other printed materials, tax materials. By that I mean, uh, I, I remember when you used to buy cigarettes. I never smoked cigarettes, but I got them for my grandfather. They had a, a tax stamp on the top of them. That's and right. I think That's right. They you, did used to do that. Yeah, and you you are involved in stuff like that. And that's the kind of stuff that's important in American history because one of the things that the, the mother country and, and and the colonies really got into a ruckus over was the Stamp Act, uh, which required mm -hmm. you to have, I think, newspapers or almost anything that was bought and sold had to have a stamp on it. It was, it was a tax is what just it was. Just about, yeah. Yeah. And so, it it but, really did. Just about everything had a revenue stamp on it back in the day. It It was interesting. Uh, it's a part. It's a part of our history. Uh, one of the things that uh, I tell people when they call and they ask me, you know, how to get in touch with you, and I, 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 I kind of do a little commercial for you because I tell them that you will, uh, if somebody thinks they've got some coins that they want to buy or sell, that you'll give them a certain amount of time to sort of do a, 
uh, to scope it out, so to speak, and, and say to them, well, there's really nothing here, or, well, I think we might find something. Well, that's where the clock Absolutely. goes on right there. And, 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 but up to then, you have exactly. nobody's paid any money and so on. So if people think they've got something of value, uh, it needs needs to be assessed. Did I do okay on, on the commercial? That's right. We're always happy to help. Yeah, we've always got time to answer questions. But your but your your place of business is by appointment only, and that is you you exactly. do not have a shop that people come in and browse in, as, as I understand it. And exactly, and, yes, sir. And, uh, you, by appointment only, a, you know, nine to five, Monday through Friday. Right, and you make an appointment, and people. And I've I've sent this program. I believe I hope has sent you people over the years, and people occasionally call me sure. and say, "Tom, who are those there people you got on the radio with you?" That's right. Okay, I'll just stay here and we'll end this, and then we'll get down to you and I talking about stamps and coins. Uh, that uh, the, the the Maddox coins and stamps, and I'm not throwing off on anybody else, but they are they are reliable and dependable. And uh, as I always said about Austin's father, I, I would recommend his business to anybody. I just can't imagine him not doing the best he could and being totally honest about what he did. And that that's something that you look for somebody yeah. that you can count on. So it's easy well, to recommend. Yeah, it's easy to recommend Maddox coins and stamps, and a lot of times today people come come by stamps by something that somebody left them in a will or a can of coins that you, that Granddaddy had that you're not sure what's in there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there is. We do in exactly. There. We do a lot of estates for just that reason. Is a lot of times the active collector has either passed on or has uh, has stopped collecting at some point along the way. And now it's a collection sitting in and, and not actively being being updated and collected anymore. It's it's you know past its time and it's ready to move on to the next collector. So right. in most cases, that's where we come in. And sometimes in collections, that you go through them and there's nothing there, and and one of the case can be made for putting those back into circulation. You know, I I, I started. Exactly. Uh, it was. About the time you started working with your dad full time, I start, I had a minor crusade. I didn't put a lot of time into it, but to, to get all the pennies back into circulation because you know people mm-hmm. put pennies aside. And I remember reading that there was a copper crisis one time because people put them in piggy banks and yeah. hands and stuff, and they they don't get back into circulation. And and, and the and the the man has to make more of them, and and they're, yep. they're expensive. Yep. And so. Do you, do you know, by the way, how that's going? Is the, do they tend to feel now even that people really should re, recirculate their pennies? Yeah, that I don't know. I, I'm not too specific to the penny. I mean, we certainly had the sh- coin shortage last year, which I've not heard much about um, as of late. So I, I don't even know if the even I don't even know if the coin shortage is still a thing. Um, the US, but the Mint and the Bureau of Printing and Engraving, which makes the paper currency, does constantly also destroy the old money, you know, once it's been used up to a certain amount or, uh, you know, too torn up what and whatnot or, or out of date, they destroy it and print a new, you know, a, a new piece to replace it. So um, I guess they're always trying to catch up. Well, I, I know I have read in recent years uh, about uh, the consideration of uh, perhaps going to a, uh, a uh, instead of a paper dollar bill, and I, and, and what I've read, and this is I know I'm not an expert on it at all. You that's closer to your area, but that 
the typical $1 bill lasts about nine months if it's in heavy mm-hmm. duty circulation. It just won't last forever, and they have to keep repeating them. And there was mm-hmm. there have been people who think that we should put out a dollar uh, coin. And, and then it in fact, last. we do. We, we do. do put out a dollar coin. We're one of the only places that puts out both the dollar coin and the dollar paper bill. Um, it it's uh, it's one of our one of those things that we we shouldn't be doing, but we do. We put them both out. Uh, most of the dollar coins just end up in a piggy bank somewhere um, because people don't see them as often. They think it's something special, and it and it just perpetrates uh, eternally. What's on the dollar coin? Is it the Sacagawea coin? There's the Sacagawea, and there's also they also did the presidential uh, dollars. So they did one for each president, but those were also like the state quarters considered circulating commemoratives. So they were they were made in in large large quantities. Uh, I think in the billions each, um, so that and meant to be circulated. Um, so yeah. Presidential dollars, Sacagaweas, in reality, should be circulating daily, but it just hasn't well, become know, part of our culture yet to do so. The, the reason I ask about that is I have a Sacagawea dollar that uh, I got, and, and I'm, I'm a I'm a per, I'm a perp, as they would say, a perpetrator here, not a victim. Yeah, I, I just put it aside, and I ought to go somewhere and spend it, you know. But you know, sometimes when you go and you want to spend money, they don't have a, a dollar drawer in the cash register, you know, or, or, yeah. a, or a 50 cent piece. I think that was the, what led to the almost total death of the 50 cent piece is that they, the number of drawers, they had drawers for pennies, you know, nickels, quarters, dimes. That's right. But they didn't have place. And, and, and also, uh, the vending machines, if they take them, that, the policy to have, have vending machines that take coins of all varieties, mm-hmm. We'll bring mm-hmm. them back into circulation, I think. I, I just kind of mm-hmm. want to believe that. Uh, I'm talking as much yeah. as he is or more, but I've got my expert here, so if I screw up, he'll correct me. <laughs> I won't appear to be a fool. His name is Austin Maddox. He is one of the proprietors of Maddox Coins and Stamps, 801 Oberlin Road, and he visits us oh, every somewhere between five, six, seven months, uh, weeks uh, mm-hmm. in, in that area, and we talk about coins in all kinds of ways, pieces of art, pieces of history, uh, circulating medium. And I've asked him a question yeah. tonight. I was going, to, was going to test him. I'm going to a break now, Austin. I'm teasing this. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the what the current prices are for precious metals and, and talk about sure. that for a moment right after we take this break on WPTF. Uh, 2021 and one of our favorite continuing guests, Mr. Austin Maddox of Maddox Coins and Stamps, is with us. And uh, I asked him a question. I looked it up, uh, but I need need to his verification on uh, uh, precious metals. I Austin, it was funny. I was trying to decide whether to put in gold and silver prices. You know, I was going to Google it, and I thought precious yeah. metals is what the name of this is. And, and uh, if you know, I want you to tell me what palladium is. I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, so um, why don't I start by recommending, uh, so it, as you said, you can Google, uh, you know, current gold price, silver price, whatnot. Uh, the site that I personally like is called Kitco, and that's K-I-T-C-O. 
Bitco.com, and that gives you all of the precious metals prices, you know, and uh, live prices. So every second of the day. Uh, so right now, for instance, the let's see, I guess the Asian market would be a uh, 9:24. Yeah, so the Asian market would be open right now. So we're getting the live gold price from out of probably Hong Kong. So right now, gold is one thousand seven hundred and eighty-eight dollars and forty cents an ounce. So it's up, it's up a solid ten dollars this week, which is it's actually quite high this week. It had been going down. That's what I, I, I thought I read. So it it hit two thousand. Huh, when did it hit two thousand? Sometime maybe about three or three or four months ago, maybe now. It, that was the only time in history that gold ever went over 2,000 an ounce. It didn't stay long. And in the last at least month, if not maybe six weeks, it's been between about 1750 and 16. It's been as low as 1670 or 80. So actually right now, 1788 is a, um, is a pretty short, uh, is a high on the short term, maybe in the past month or two. This is probably about as high as it's been. Yeah, I have been able, while you were talking, to get it. Kids, I can tell this is so complex. I mean, it's got everything you want to know, so you sort of got to know your way through the woods, you know. And, uh, well, you got to do. You're right. I'm going to, but, uh, but thank you. That's a, a good recommendation. And yeah. what I was looking at was something called uh, money metals. Uh, yeah. And, and they yeah, you know, people, most of them are good. Some of them that are specifically, now Kitco is a company that buys and sells, but um, there are other gold and silver prices that you see out there that are linked to selling pages, and they they can be off, they can be a little off. So I prefer, you know, this is one that's, this, Kitco is actually uh, one that's used across the industry by professionals. Well, now, uh, I don't, I'm not looking for any of your trade secrets, but uh, in I your don't. business, do, are, do, are you concerned much with, you, know, you said these prices are probably quotes out of Hong Kong, which is uh, it, you know, the equivalent of the, of the New York of, of Asia, huh. uh, or maybe someplace in Japan. Wouldn't I be right yeah. about that? The, what would be the big start with the Nikko, Nikkei or something like that? That's right. and, uh, I, I, but, exactly. I'm not sure exactly where the commodities um, exchange in Asia and Europe are. I, I, I'd have to look it up, but um, like here, it's New York is where the commodities exchange prices come out of. But yeah, I'm not sure what city and whatnot. But you know, very little of the, uh, at least on in our day to day gold and silver dealings, very little of what we do is international, because then of course you know you run into things like. Um, Customs, value-added tax, and such that really that complicate things. So all, it's almost all within the borders of the U.S. Now you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably get outside what you, maybe you're comfortable here, maybe not. But you used uh, the term, uh, what was it? The kind of exchanges, uh, commodities exchanges, and the commodities yeah. here are precious metals. And uh, is that all right? Exactly. But all right. Now, so exactly. 
There are other, other kinds of commodities. I remember I met a guy somewhere at a convention one time, and he was a commodities dealer. But what he dealt with, with was something that was the the equivalent of the stock exchange was in Chicago. I think it was food, mm -hmm. and, I mean, wheat and pork bags, oh, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, this is this is you know, this is just the precious metals version of it. As you said, they're the commodities. The, I mean, they're commodities just like as you said, wheat, pig, uh, every yeah, every everything that that you can think of that's on the shelves of the grocery store. You know, it's a, it's commodity, and it, it goes all the way down to something like uh, lesser metals like copper and such. Right. But if you add all the copper that's needed in the world up, you 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 got a formidable thing to work with there. I'm sure because it's so necessary yeah. for a lot of things that deal with electrical. Of course, gold is super conductive. I think. Uh, and uh, that's right. Well, let's see. I didn't give you the silver price yet, so let me. So silver is twenty six dollars and seventy two cents, which again is actually very high for on the short term. I'm not sure what the recent high is, but this is this is pretty far out there. Um, the other the third that we the, the the third metal that we see the most would be platinum. We see it less than gold and silver, but that's number three and that's one thousand two hundred and twenty four dollars now. As you mentioned, there's palladium, which is two thousand eight hundred and eighty one dollars now. So that's the strong that's the most expensive per ounce of the of the core four, and then the one other one that we get the listing price for, and you always get this one also on this is rhodium, which um, there was a spike in rhodium when just when I first was helping my dad, I think in high school maybe, uh, because it the rhodium price went from something like a hundred dollars an ounce to Ten thousand dollars an ounce, nearly overnight. Can you hold on a second? We need yeah. to stop with the news. More about the Absolutely. price of rhodium right after this. Yeah. FM ninety-eight point five for the two different buttons in your automobile, and uh, where you can hear the Tom Kearney show every night, Monday through Friday, from nine until ten, with a little bit of live and in real time radio, and we kind of try to keep you updated on what's going on in terms of the weather and the possible severe weather that we were, were led to believe we might have tonight. I sort of frittered out, I think. So we're we're going to, I believe, uh, have uh, better weather tomorrow, and you'll want to stay tuned to WPTF so you'll know what's going on. We usually do a little promoing at this point also, and some folks had sent me emails and occasional letter uh, about old-time radio. Uh, we've talked about it occasionally over the time the program has been on, so I've invited my friend who knows about old-time radio uh, uh, from uh, uh, Sanford, North Carolina, uh, Mr. Seymour, Mr. Woody Seymour. We're going to talk about old-time radio programs and maybe remind you if you're an old-time WPTF listener of programs like Fibber McGee and Molly and uh, and, and uh, the Eddie Cantor show and, and shows like that. But that's tomorrow night. We're going to talk about old-time radio. Wednesday night will be a nostalgia night, and I hope we can can round folks up and get them to talk about uh, their their favorite school teachers and school teachers who may have affected them. This is, I think, uh, a month dedicated to recognizing school teachers. Thursday night, Rod Gonski will be here to talk about the weather. So we have a lot.
lot of good programming coming up on the Tom Kearney Show on WPTF. Right now we're talking with our guest tonight, an old friend of ours, Austin Maddox of Maddox Coins and Stamps. And when, when I cut him off and said, Austin, we've got to take a break here, he was talking about something that I think I've heard of but really don't know much about. And, and uh, he, Austin, you were saying about the time you started working with your dad, mm-hmm. uh, the price of rhodium sort of rocketed out from low to high. It spiked, I think, is the term you used. It did. It, it went, uh, it, it's, I, there must have been some, I, I'll have to, somebody will have to Google it out there. I'm sure there was a good reason, but there, I can only imagine that maybe there was an industrial reason, but it, it went, again, nearly overnight from something like $100 an ounce to $10,000 an ounce, just like that. So it was, uh, you know, that, that, that caught everybody's attention. Ever since then, you know, you can actually buy a bar of rhodium when back then it was, it was a product that you, you couldn't even just, you know, you couldn't go to a bullion seller and just buy a bar of it. It, it only existed in, in industrial form. So, so anyways, so that's the fifth and last of the common um, precious metals. I, I like the term you used, the, the core four you said earlier, and that, that would be mm-hmm. gold, silver, platinum, and palladium, and then we add rhodium. And you're right, I'm going to Google it. Right after ten o'clock tonight to find out what this this is how That's I've right. learned a lot of stuff that I've learned in my life is to have my curiosity piqued by by somebody like you talking about this. By the way, do do you at uh, Maddox? And I don't to know the answer to this. I should be mm-hmm. embarrassed asking the question. But do you at Maddox Coins and Stamps uh, deal in precious metals in any way? We do. We we do quite a bit of it. In fact, um, so you know it's. Uh, precious metals are one of the truly more straightforward parts of the business. As as we've talked about, there's the commodities exchange price. We've got to make a we've got to make a commission on the sale, of course, and it's pretty much just a calculation. So we're we're going to make two to three percent depending on the product, and it's really easy. It's all very simple. It's just you know we calculate it up, look at the price, and and that's it. Well, my my eleventh grade. Uh, chemistry or physics professor, Excel Markham down in Goldsboro, used to say, you just put the numbers in and turn the crank. It's like, you know, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's really, you know, that's how it is with that. And, uh, you know. Exactly. So, yeah, we exactly. do quite a bit of, you know, there's American product, which is the Eagle. The Canadian is the Maple Leaf. Uh, but, well, the first one, I should say, is the South African Krugerrand. And these are all your one-ounce gold coins that different countries produce. And then, of course, you can buy private minted bars and, and such. Well, we tend to think of uh, gold and coin and silver in terms of mm-hmm. its, uh, I don't know what to call the value of it as decorative, you know, as, as jewelry and right. like that. Right, numismatic value as opposed to... Mm-hmm. But sometimes, though, the, well, like diamonds, uh, probably the, sure. the greatest value in diamonds is their industrial use uh, of them, you know, uh, uh, I remember mm-hmm. reading a story that that De Beers, which is the, used to and probably still does control a lot of the diamonds in the world, uh, yeah. they they tapped all the industrial markets, you know, for grinding and cutting and all kinds of different yeah, things. Sure. And then they had to create a, another market, and what they did was create the market for the diamond ring. I mean, it was not it, that you know the fact that you have to buy your girlfriend a diamond ring for an engagement That's ring. Right. It's not it's not been there always. It was it was made up. And, it's genius, and, uh, yeah. 
and, and it, it obviously has obviously has worked because everybody that's what they think of now. So yeah, yeah. Well, Tom, I know one thing you always want to know about is interesting uh, coins that are going to be coming out soon. Yes. Uh, and we have a particularly interesting one to talk about this time. Good. Tell me about it. So, I, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but in 1921, the peace dollar uh, that came out, it was the, so the, the peace dollar was commemorating the end of the peace of from World War One, So, 1921 was supposed to be a one-year commemorative issue of the, you know, silver dollar, the peace dollar. It was so popular, though, that they continued to make it until 1935. Uh, 1921 was also the last year of the Morgan silver dollar. So, now that we're in 2021, the Mint is going to put out some commemorative... Uh, 100-year commemoratives of the Morgan and Peace Dollars. So let's see. I've got the information up right here. So on May 24th is when the first of these is going to come out. So uh, there's going to be a few varieties. So back with the old Morgan Dollars, they were made uh, at the different mints. So... Uh, we've talked about the different mints before. There was one. The main mint is Philadelphia. They also had one in New Orleans, in San Francisco, and Carson City, which all made silver dollars. And 1921 only, Denver was added. So the more the commemorative Morgans coming out uh, May 24th are there's going to be one with a CC privy mark. So CC for Carson City, and they're gonna, there's going to be another one with an O privy mark for New Orleans. And subsequently, on June 1st, uh, there will be one for Denver and one for San Francisco. Uh, on the 7th, one for Philadelphia, and then the Peace Dollar commemorative on the 7th as well. So we've got one, two, three, four, six. Commemorative silver dollars coming out uh, quite soon, and they're they're pretty interesting. And, well, and you you point up remind me of something that I have had pointed out to me, and that is there are lots of different ways to collect coins and indeed stamps. But 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 just reflecting on coins, you could collect just silver dollars or just you know the absolutely the sets. Uh, you would know what they're called. You know is. Uh, mm -hmm. There are people who want to just get all the different styles of dime, dimes that have been ever exactly, made. Exactly, sure. And so uh, you can really get uh, get into any kind of collecting. And uh, having you here, I get to ask you questions. Well, who is Morgan in the Morgan Silver Dollar? Is he the designer or, or what? Exactly, exactly, yes. the designer. All right. Well, I know it, I would... it, well that's, that's a good question, though. It's we, we Some of our coins, like the Peace Dollar, we, we call it, for the piece it's commemorating, uh, but the Morgan doll, we call it, according to the guy who designed it. So, uh, you know, how this nomenclature sticks over time, I guess, uh, whatever caught on, I guess. Is there a, a silver dollar that has a walking liberty on it? I seem to remember that. Uh, as the, on the right. The, uh, what do you that call the, 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 the face of it, I guess? Yeah, so... 
So the modern silver eagle, which started in 1986, is is the American one ounce pure silver coin. Um, so that's that's a modern bullion product, and and what they did is they, um, I guess, paid homage to the Walking Liberty half dollar that existed in the uh, teens through nineteen teens through forties. Well, it seems like to me, just over the years of talking with your dad and with you and reading up a, a little bit on coins and so on, that the the feeling of affection for silver dollars uh, comes and goes. You know, there are periods in which they mm-hmm. issue them and people get really hot on them, and then, Absolutely. And then it goes away, and then it comes back later. So. As I said, we had the peace dollar until 1935. We didn't have a dollar coin again until the Eisenhower dollar, which, uh, let's see, 71? I can't can't recall if it's 70 or 71, so we had a solid 35, 36 years where we had no silver dollar at all. And that was about the time that uh, President Eisenhower had passed away, and I guess Mm -hmm. it was Mm -hmm. commemoration. In fact, can they do, can they make a coin, or do they make a coin of a living person? Uh, no. Um, no. In fact, I think even with the presidential dollars, they stop. Uh, they, I think they've finished now, and they stopped with any of the living, you know, any of the living presidents not having their coin made yet. So, um, no, they they don't. All right. Well, that was about the time I was becoming, you know, old enough to be aware of the different coins, and and I always there always would be somebody in my life, my uncle or my dad or somebody who had a a particular silver dollar that, that they mm-hmm. had fallen in love with or carried around as a piece of luck, you know, or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, and uh, in fact, I think I told you my brother recently asked me about the value of a couple of silver dollars, and yeah, I told him yeah. unless they were in mint condition, they probably weren't worth very much. I don't know if he ever called you, but I hope he did. And, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, that's right. You did tell me that. I, if he has, he has pointed out that he's Tom Cruise's brother, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I told him he'd have to decide whether he wanted to drop my name or not. It might, that's right. That's right. <laughs> might be bad. Uh, one right. of the reasons I enjoy having Austin Maddox on with me, and I have another friend named Austin, and I always have to watch out that I don't call Austin Maddox by the other friend's name. But I have done it, but, uh, but I've done all right tonight so far. We're talking about... All, all different uh, kinds of things about precious metals and coins and and those kinds of things. And we have about a quarter of our program left. We, we'll have it right after we take this break and maybe talk about some other uh, coins that have been issued recently or whatever is on uh, Austin's mind. It may be stamps this time, right after this. 9.50 at WTTF AM 680 FM 98.5. Again, set your buttons on your car radio. I was out in the car today and it made me think about this. But uh, on the AM level, put AM 680, and on the FM level, put 98.5, and you can have two shots to get WPTF and be able to listen to news and weather and updates on uh, those kinds of things. And the Tom Kearney Show, weeknights 9 to 10 here. And our guest tonight is Austin Maddox of Maddox Coins and Stamps, one of our longest running guests. I won't say oldest guest, because yeah. Austin's just a young thing, but uh, we started out with his dad back in, I think, 
first came in 75, I think, which is a pretty good time ago. But uh, uh, one of the things yeah. I read today, I don't know, if you have anything you want to bring to our mind, you've, you've been doing good about bringing things up tonight, but also uh, the, the, the you know issues of sets and things were going to be something that uh, mm-hmm. the uh, man was going to be, be, be engaging in this year, although the prices might be up on them. Do you know anything about uh, that? The the what, sorry? The the sets of coins, you know, the uh, uh, mint sets or whatever you call them. Oh, mint, oh, minted proof sets. Yeah, yeah, or not? I'd have to look. Um, you know, it depends. It depends on the year of what coins have come out. So, uh, the years that we had a full slate of uh, presidential dollars coming out and state quarters, and then your standard penny through half dollar, you know, the sets simply had more face value in them because they had these various commemoratives as part of the set, whereas a set from, let's say, the 70s uh, only had your penny through half dollar, so your your total face value was 86 cents. So that, that's brought this set cost up. Uh, a bit, but 2020, I, I'd have to look and see what dollars are going to be put out, at, you know, just to, just to calculate that out, but um, there is another product actually coming out this year, I, I think this is not for a little while, uh, that is another one that people are pretty excited about. Um, you had asked about the Silver Eagle earlier, which features the Walking Liberty design. Right. And I had mentioned that that program started in 1986. So they're actually changing the design this year. So 2021 has the old design, and then there will be a 2021 with the new design as well. And I understand that that's going to be the new design going forward. So we're going to have a whole, we're going to have a brand new design this year. uh, I'd have to look at the issue date, and, and I think it's in the summer sometime. So that's okay. another relatively big uh, coming up. Now, to find out about those, is there a website that you know of that, that you readily have the address at hand? You may not, and that would be unfair Absolutely. to you. Yeah, the U.S. dot gov is is the official U.S. Mint website. You can buy directly from them. Uh, you, you're buying it directly from the government. And now I will say the government charges a relatively strong premium on these brand new items. So in most cases, it's not going to be uh, investment in monetary investment uh, in most, but it sure is fun. So just keep that in mind. It's, uh, you know, it's great fun. Some of them do go up over time. A lot of them don't. And, and one of the things you, you pointed up again, we keep circling around to something that just seems to be true, and that is if you want to be a coin collector, and probably if you want to be a stamp collector, but you can collect them for all kinds of reasons, not just because or if you, 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 know, you pointed out that they're the sets of penny through half dollar or, you know, have been around mm-hmm. for a good while, and uh, oh, yeah. you, might, you might find a collector who had every one of those, you know, and everything. Is, oh, and, absolutely. And, uh, and and that, and that's the kind of collection that person had. And as I mentioned earlier, I think I knew a guy one time who he collected only dimes, but he wanted to have every mm-hmm. every dime from every mint, you know, and, and that exactly. kind of thing. 
And, uh, yeah, I mean, the, at the end of the day, if you're collecting for any reason then more than to have fun, you're doing it wrong. Exactly. And you you touched on a question that I know your dad and I talked about sometime, but uh, it's a ticklish question. But uh, uh, And that is the question of, of buying uh, precious metals or indeed jewelry or, or uh, sure. uh, uh, coins or whatever as an investment in and I think uh, the, uh, what I end up with is what you just said. If, if you're collecting, if you have a lot of uh, coins and, and stuff and, and bullion or whatever, it, it should be kind of for fun or for to look at it because it's beautiful or something like that. Uh, Especially so with the historic coins and such. There's just a lot of nuance to it that you that you need to understand. And and you know, again, at the end of the day, you should you should be having fun. But right, and, you know the market. Uh, the market right now is probably one of the strongest collectibles market that we've seen in at least at least ten years, if not more. Um, okay, the, now the I'm going to have to I'm going to yeah. have to stop you now because we're running out of time. But your okay. your your homework for the next time is just to come on and talk about that. That okay? Okay. Awesome. That sounds great, Tom. Thanks a lot for being on with us tonight. All right. Uh, I'll talk to you later in, in just Thank a couple you. of minutes. Austin Maddox has been our guest. We're talking about coins and stamps. Tomorrow night we're going to talk about old-time radio.